Late at night, while you are asleep, the sugar bugs come out looking for a tasty treat. You did not brush, so your teeth are dirty. Here they come, 10, 20, maybe 30. All the sugar you have eaten in the day is left behind, and the sugar bugs yell, hooray! On today's episode, we'll be talking about a wonderful project aimed at raising $1 million in support of children affected by cancer. Carrie Wusinich is a registered dental hygienist who's written a book to help kids understand the importance of brushing, flossing, and keeping their teeth healthy. The book is called Where the Sugar Bugs Live. Before we dive in to learn more about the book and Carrie's ambitious goal to support children with cancer, I also want to introduce the inspiration behind Carrie's fundraising goal, Mary Ricciardi of Las Vegas, Nevada, who lost her son Cooper to leukemia in March 2016. Welcome, Mary and Carrie, to The Upbeat. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for having Thank us. You. Well, let's begin, Mary, by asking you, tell us about Cooper. What was he like? Oh, Cooper was just an amazing young man. He um, he ended up getting sick when he was 15. But before that, he was kind of driving me crazy and very you know energetic. And um, he was very interested in ba- uh, ba- basketball. In his freshman year, he was on the team. And around December, January area where he was starting to feel really in the middle of ba- uh, basketball season, where he wasn't starting, he was starting to feel really bad, you know, really different. And I just was getting worried, like maybe he had mono or something of that nature because he just wasn't, just wasn't himself. And he kept running a fever. He'd call me like in first period or text me and say, mom, can I come home? Just not feeling well. So um, that led us to more testing. They were very concerned, obviously, because his, he had lost 15 pounds, which normally doesn't happen when you're a 15 year old. And uh, on January 31st, 2013, he was diagnosed with um, leukemia. The next day he got a port put in and the next day after that, um, he got chemo started. And that took us for three and a half years of um, just a constant, you know, battle. And, And he was doing actually quite well after 2015, he went back to high school um, for his junior year and he got sick again. He was starting to feel really sick and we had to get more tests. We tried everything. We, um, you know, we got him in this trial. We tried to get him there. And unfortunately, just with his um, counts being so low and at a zero, which means like his immunity, his immune system is just awful. Um, he just couldn't keep the infections at bay. He was the biggest warrior I'll ever meet in my life. He didn't lose his battle. He accomplished a lot in that time. And, you know, so. And he inspired others. When did he pass, Mary? Um, March 29th, 2016. And, And this podcast is about perseverance and hope. And we often talk about that, they don't really leave us. He hasn't really left you. He's, he's moved on, but, but you're never without him. Right. Do you feel him? Do you, are there days when you feel that he's right there with you? Oh yeah. All the time. time. And I try not to cry, but you know, it's so hard. And, uh, and you know, and for reals, like that was really hard battle to, to walk through with your son. And it was the most hardest thing, but really the biggest battle is the after losing someone, you know, because grief is dang hard. <laughs> so um, I didn't do a lot afterwards, but 
at some point, I think it was around 2017, I just decided I need to get up and I'm going to start doing things. I'm going to start taking care of myself again, and I'm going to start being motivating to other people. And so I created uh, my own supplement company and it's called Warrior Strong Wellness. And, um, and we give a portion back to childhood cancer research the research side, because that means so much to me, just because there isn't enough research. You talked about the lack of funding for childhood cancers and Carrie is a friend of yours. How, tell me, Carrie, how, how did you come in contact with Marion? I just had had my son. He was four months old, Dominic. And my husband had said, Hey, do you want to go to this gala that's benefiting um, childhood cancer? I'm like, yes, it was probably one of the first times I'd been away from my son. So I got all dressed up and I was so excited and I went there and um, I remember seeing Mary, she had this like really pretty dress on, but I didn't know, you know, who she was. And so she got up and she spoke from the heart and I was just sitting at the table, just in tears. Like what she had said just hit so deep in my heart because I just had become a mom and I'll try not to get emotional too, but um, just the thought of losing a child just killed me. So, um, that night I vowed I was going to do everything I could to help Mary. So we met for the first time and, and then it's been a beautiful journey since then. We're the best of friends. I always turn to Mary. Um, she, I, when I was writing this children's book, I, I messaged her and I said, Mary, I want to give a portion of my proceeds back to the kids. How should I even word it? I, because I didn't want to, you know, say anything that I, you know, just be very respectful to the families and stuff. So she helped me get all that taken care of. And then since then, we've just been plugging away. And whenever she, she hears of a family in need, she's like, Hey, this family can use some help. I'm like, I'm on it. Really? (laughs) Tell us about the book. So I'm a dental hygienist. I'm, I've been in the dental industry since I was 18 years old. Um, I, always would, we would always speak about sugar bugs and dental offices that I'd worked in. I loved working in pediatric dental offices. It was my favorite place to be. Um, so then I actually, my sister had my nephew. So I was really like, he was my first family member. I'm like, we need to make sure your teeth are perfect. (laughs) So we'd always talk about sugar bugs. And I told my sister, you know, that I, you know, would I, I should write a book. And then I had my own kids and realized how stubborn kids really are. So I started writing my manuscript and, you know, using all my years of experience in the dental office and with my kids and with my nephew. And then I wanted something super fun and give kids something that they could look at and see what sugar bugs look like. So they would want to brush. So, um, so that's that story. And then one morning I just woke up and I thought if I could sell a million books, I can give a million bucks to kids with like the families. And so that's where that came from. And so then I text Mary, I'm like, Mary, I'm on a mission. She's like, well, how, um, okay. and how is it going, Carrie? How is it going in that regard? It's going really well. It, it, you know, it's, um, it's right now I'm in like this. So it, it was published March 31st, 2020. So it was during COVID. So that kind of put a damper on things, but I kept pushing. I got it into child, the children's hospitals here with Mary's help. She got me in touch with one of the nurses there. Uh, care for the kids. I have books there. Um, so it's, I'm in the phase of building where people are learning about me and hearing about me. And so, you know, just, I need to get the the big push to get really going. Um, but it's going well. I know I'm selling books. I'm helping kids. Um, you know, and a dollar from every book goes to help fight childhood cancer. 
I'm sorry. And a dollar from every book goes yes. to help fight childhood cancer. Where can people find it? It um so it's available on yellowribbonbooks.com. That's my website. I'm on this mission to anybody that I reach, you know, we can talk about teeth and dental health, but I also want them to know about these little warriors, these little kids who are fighting so hard and their families who are equally fighting just as hard with them, you know? Um, so I, I wanted to be able to open up that conversation whenever I did say my website was yeah. Yellow Ribbon Books. Gives her that opportunity to yeah. share and spread awareness. Yes. Which and is- the book is called Where the Sugar Bugs Live. Carrie, I wanted to thank you for participating in Kelly's Angels 2021 Mother Loving yes. 5K as well. You live on yes. the West Coast, but you were able to participate virtually because the pandemic made the event, our annual Mother's Day event, a virtual event. And uh, we were honored to have people like you from every state in the country and that Puerto Rico cool. participate. So thank yeah, you. Debbie, Debbie had told me that, you know, you guys had the goal of getting every state. So she was so cool. She was messaging. She's like, who do you know in Montana? Who do you know here? Who do you know there? So I was kind of sending it out to people that other hygienists that I um, knew in different states to see if they would just virtually do it with us. So that was super cool that you guys got every state. Yeah, and, and thank you for participating. Now, in addition to wanting to raise money from the proceeds of the book, you also have another way the book can help children who are fighting cancer, right? Can you explain how uh, dental hygiene comes into play for children undergoing chemotherapy? Yes. So I this is something, again, I've learned just helping families. Nobody's talking really about how it affects the mouth and the mouth sores and the kids that are throwing up and they have all the acid and all that kind of stuff. So another passion is helping kids get the products that they need to help them. And, and one little warrior I'm, I'm working with right now, her name is Heidi, and she doesn't want to use certain rinses because it makes her throw up. The chemo is creating that bad taste in her mouth and it changes the, the taste. So she's, her mom's telling me, Carrie, she won't use it because it smell it tastes like smoke, she says. So uh, there's some amazing hygienists actually in the, in the U.S. that I've reached out to that are in children's hospitals doing my dream job, which would be helping the kids. And so they've been so awesome to help me help them. So I, you know, I just text Catherine in Phoenix. I'm like, hey, is there a rinse other than chlorhexidine that we could try? And she's like, yeah, try this. The kids really like it. So it's it's very important for me to get my book to the kids in the hospitals because I want them to learn the importance of brushing. So if I can cheer them up and let them learn about sugar bugs and giggle and laugh and, you know, have fun with the story, that just lights me up. This girl right here, I mean, we could be crying all day, but she she literally has the biggest heart I have ever seen in my entire life. And we were meant to be soul Mm -hmm. sisters. (laughs) And, you know, she encourages me too. And I, I think that, you know, if you can have, if you, if you, out of all of this, we can have this beautiful story, you know, come to a point where she could actually raise a million dollars for families and sell a million books. Um, Wow. That would just be incredible. (laughs) We're going to take a quick break now to thank our sponsors. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Carrie and Mary. Support for the upbeat comes from the Bobert Family Fund, which supports charitable organizations that efficiently use the resources they have to make a disproportional impact on the world around them. The Saratoga Casino Hotel Foundation, which is on a mission to support charitable and public benefit organizations whose purpose is the betterment of the quality of life, health, and welfare of residents of Saratoga County, New York. And Stewart's Shops, an employee and family-owned convenience store chain serving eastern upstate New York and southwestern Vermont. 
If your business would like to be an underwriter and help Kelly's Angels, email us at theupbeatpod at gmail.com. Now back to my dad's conversation with Carrie and Mary. They eat at your teeth, making holes so deep. Can you believe this is all while you sleep? The sugar bugs are happy they got a tasty snack. Their bellies are full, but your teeth are black. There are three simple things that will get rid of them quick. Your toothbrush, your toothpaste, and your floss will do the trick. Welcome back. I'm Mark Mulholland, and you're listening to The Upbeat, a podcast about perseverance and hope from Kelly's Angels. We're talking with author Carrie Wusinich about her book, Where the Sugar Bugs Live, and her friend Mary Rashardi, whose son Cooper passed away. Mary, does Cooper have siblings? Yes. Yes. I have three daughters. Three daughters. Older or younger than Cooper? Um, they, an older sister and, and another sister who's right under him and then a younger one. So he was kind of in the middle. How difficult was it for them to endure his illness and his passing? It was incredibly hard. It still is incredibly hard. Um, you know, unfortunately, grief doesn't go away, especially when you lose a sibling or a child. So it's an everyday thing that we just try every day to persevere and, you know, try to get through each day and take one day at a time. But yeah, the sibling thing is is a huge, huge, huge with the childhood cancer. So what Carrie's doing is amazing because not only is she going and helping the family that helping the child that has cancer and the parents, but she's also, you know, bringing joy to the children that siblings and giving them some toys and things that just brighten their day. And people don't really realize what it's like to you know, live in that childhood cancer world every single day. It's, it's very difficult, not only financially, but just emotionally. And imagine, you know, just having not only just is the parent trying to take care of their sick child, but then there's the other children that are kind of left behind because the mom is so interested in not, not that she isn't interested, but you know what I mean? Yeah, She's trying okay. to focus on the one that's sick and, and be with them at all their appointments. I mean, sometimes we would be at the doctor's office five times a week, or we would stay in a hospital for one week and then be home for a week, week, you know, in and out at the hospital. Or if there, if counts went down then we would be in the hospital for a month at a time or more. And when we were at city of hope, it was six months straight of living in the hospital. So I had to leave my family and, you know, my kids were just basically fending for themselves, you know, like with my husband and having to work. And thankfully my children were a little older, but a lot of these families, I mean, it's so hard. What you just said uh, sounded like it, it could have been said at a board meeting of Kelly's angels many years ago. We started out as an organization which helps children who've lost a parent to cancer. So we were focused solely on surviving children. And then after about a year in, we realized, wait, there are siblings who have experienced this loss and they have taken a back seat often to the disease. So we should help them as well. So we uh, morphed our mission to help both children who've, who've suffered a loss of a parent who also help siblings who've suffered a loss. So we, we, we do that as well here on the East Coast. Um, what do you think, Mary, when you hear how much you and Cooper inspired Carrie? Give me the chills. Oh, uh. uh, you know, it's, it really is a full circle moment for me because um, never had I imagined that day. And granted the day I was speaking, I had only lost my son probably maybe five months beforehand. And it was a couple of days before his first birthday in heaven. So I was just 
probably should have said no to this. <laughs> I was in a state of like, and I just really wanted people to understand, like it came almost from a place of anger, like how much that this meant to me, like how important childhood cancer is and people should, should mm-hmm. listen, you know? And I guess my uh, yes. <laughs> speech definitely worked because Carrie was, yes. <laughs> but I was, I don't even know what I said. I mean, oh. I was probably still in shock, but you know, I just feel like it's such a lesson in life to me for everybody that you just never know what your story can do to help someone else. Um, and now Carrie has this amazing story of helping children that have cancer in their families. And her book, you know, is going back to that as well as helping kids with their, you know, dental learning to, yeah. their dental health. And she just has this new passion that's birthed, been, that's been birthed inside of her. Yeah. And if it wasn't for me being brave that day, she wouldn't yeah, have been able to do that. So I'm proud of myself that I showed up because I really didn't want to go. <laughs> but I mean, I'm also really grateful because I've been able to meet such a wonderful person and we've become such good friends. Mary, what advice do you have for other families? I hate to bring you back to, to sadness, but or perhaps it's not. This is a podcast about perseverance and hope. What advice do you have for other families who've lost a, a child to cancer? How do, how do you suggest others cope with that unimaginable grief? Oh, well, I mean, the very first thing I would say is, you know, it's just to stay in your own journey and don't let anybody tell you you're not far enough along with your grief or anything like that. I, I think um, it's a journey. It's it's everybody's journey is different. And, you know, just make sure you you're giving yourself, though, some self-care, you know, and that's what I teach in my course is, you know, just helping them to to really become a warrior themselves again, because when you lose a child, you, you lose a lot other things other than your child. You lose your confidence. You lose your self-worth sometimes. You, do, you might lose your identity, you know, so grief, grief is something that um, is, is something that I have had to walk through and still do even after five years. You know, there's days where I wake up and I'm just in tears and I don't even know why. It's just like this grief wave comes over me. But what keeps me going and what keeps me persevering is that I take care of myself. I eat the right foods. I go for walks. I exercise and I do a lot of mindset work. And I think that that is what, you know, is the key I feel to feeling better. Not that you'll ever be the same, but you'll definitely be able to persevere through that if you can do those things. That's great advice. Now, if you're listening and want to help Carrie reach her goal of selling 1 million books so she can donate $1 million to childhood cancer, please go to yellowribbonbooks.com to purchase it. If you know a dental office or cancer center for children that may want to learn more about Carrie's book and her project, please email her at wheresugarbugslive at hotmail.com. Mary and Carrie, this has been great. Thanks for taking time for us, guys. I appreciate it. I really do. Thank you so much. much. On our next episode, we'll be talking money and legal matters. Finances and paperwork are the last things anyone wants to think about when losing a loved one. But there are some very important decisions that need to be made to ensure your family is taken care of. I'll be joined by a prominent attorney and financial expert to help sort it all out. We hope you'll tune in. Until next time, I'm Mark Mulholland. Take care and stay on The Upbeat. If you enjoy The Upbeat, please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have topics you'd like us to cover on The Upbeat, please send your ideas to theupbeatpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you.
On behalf of the volunteer board of Kelly's Angels and the families we help who are facing life-threatening conditions, thank you for listening to The Upbeat. Nice job, McKenna Rose. Thanks, Dad. You too.